You pour your heart into your business, you give to your clients, and you take care of your family and your community. And you put off taking care of yourself. When you only focus on doing, you bottle up your emotions, which taxes your body and depletes your energy. You struggle to show up, to keep up, and to create results. My name is Dr. Mary Maduna Gross. About 10 years ago, I burned out of the only career I thought I'd ever have. I got divorced, and I was crushed with chronic illness and pain. Now I have a business that I love, a husband I can grow with, and my health is on track. Through the power of coaching, I have come to recognize the resilience and power I carry within my soul. You have this resilience and power as well. Welcome to Inflow with Soul, where we create the space for playful restoration. Space to pause, to play, and to connect with your soul. Because when you take care of you, your results will take care of themselves. I would really like to welcome you all to another episode of Inflow with Soul. Today, I have Karen Archambault of Montreal, Quebec. Karen is a Reiki master and a wellness practitioner. Karen, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you so much, Mary. I'm very happy to be here. Oh, this is excellent. So let's start out with just telling me a little bit about what it means to you to be a Reiki master and what is a wellness practitioner. Let's start there. Well, I think people know the basic the basic stuff about Reiki, or maybe not. It's all about the moving of the chi, which is the energy in the body. So we're all made of chi, energy, okay. and it's moving the energy in the body in order to help ourselves like work better, be better, feel better. It's all about realigning mind, body, and soul. So Reiki is really... Um, um, transmission of my energy to the other person's energy. It could be a person, like it could be an animal as well. So it's really, or a plant, like there's energy in everything, right? Where right. it's really transmitting and transferring the, the, the energy that the person needs in order to unblock certain blockages that we all have in life through some, like mainly emotions, but mm-hmm. a lot of stuff that we go through in life. So it really kind of helps us and empowers us as well because it gives us back the power, which is really something that I want people to connect to their own uh, healing abilities. So it's really just, I'm just a helper or a guide or a mentor or whatever you want to call okay. it. That's how I see it, basically. So what's the general premise behind a Reiki treatment? What What's happening and what are the outcomes? Well, you, when I, you do a practice, you kind of connect with the person in front of you. For sure, you do a screening, you talk to them, you see where the blockages are. So the person could be lying down or sitting, or if they prefer standing, I do it sometimes, depending on how the person reacts or what you prefer. And then I, it's through movements. Either you touch the person or you could go, you could hover above the person and you feel where the energy is blocked. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I connect to, to to above and I connect to the person that I'm helping unblock and find um, inner balance. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people, what I realize is that they're very, they're very conscious of their body, physical body, but not conscious of the other bodies that we have. So that's 
what a Reiki master does or a Reiki practitioner does is really to go realign all the bodies and unblock okay. everything. So just by a little movement, the person on the table sometimes feel like um, vibration. They could feel like um, it, it could tickle them. Uh, it could be a bit hot. Um, it's very comfortable. A lot of people fall asleep on the table. Um, so it's very subtle and they, they find very, at the end of it, every time somebody leaves or I do it, I can do it uh, a distance as well. They feel peace and very, um, a lot of times their language and the way they talk stops, changes. They're like more like relaxed as if they just came out of a nice, um, you know, sleep that was revigorating in a way. So yeah, that's what it is. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I would like to know the background of why Reiki. What was the attraction to you, and and why why did you decide to make a business out of this? Okay, good question. I very early on was um, aware that it was something different with the energy, uh, uh, just by being with animals or plants and. I did, I was around people that did tell me that to talk to plants and, you know, that we do emanate energy. So being positive helps. And then there's some healers out there that could do miracles and stuff. So I was always intrigued about the um, human possibility of Mm. being able to push out our energy in in a helpful way, if I could put it that way. So very early on, I was attracted to that attracted to energy, especially in nature, um, okay. wanted to see auras. So was able to study that. So I used to go to the library and get books on uh, energy and quantum physics and nature and how we're able to, uh, with our hands or with our mind, be able to change things and help things and have a better life and eventually help people. So I always like to help people. So that was kind of okay. putting everything together. Um, I learned, I, I think like everybody else go though, you kind of get this feeling that you want to do something when you're young, but then mm-hmm. you kind of follow the path that everybody tells you to, or the normal one, or right. what you're supposed to do to be happy, what you should do to be successful, what you should do, you know, depending exactly. on the environment in which we grow or the culture or many, many factors. So I exactly. kind of push that away Mary honestly for quite a long time even though I knew that we had dogs growing up so I knew that I would feel the energy I could give to my dog Mm -hmm. and vice versa so I was very aware of how we project ourselves and how energy could heal and help and make us feel better or make us feel bad because you know you always have both right so by kind of analyzing that, I went through life, pushed that away, work in the corporate world for so many years. Okay. Um, and I think that when I talk about my experience and I want people to know, it's completely normal to be sidetracked. And, and it, but eventually life always brings you back mm-hmm. on a certain path and you get signs and you get people telling you stories and, and life brings you in different areas. And I went to Africa. I went to India. And it's really through all these, um, I would say, these life lessons, mm-hmm. um, the knowledge that those people gave me that I 
that I learned Reiki and that I got my certifications. Okay. okay. And so, it was really like, um, and like, a, a, a self-development path, spiritual path mm-hmm. that helped me reconnect all the pieces of the puzzle. Basically. Got it. So you knew as a child that you were, well, you were aware of energy as a child. Is that right? When you, you said you were younger, is that childhood younger or is that young adults younger? How I would old say younger, you? younger child, young. Okay. Child, young, because I would see things around trees, around, around uh, um, flowers, around okay. animals, sometimes around humans, people, but a lot of times the emotion kind of if somebody's angry, if somebody's stressed. Um, the light around people changes. So it's really the light that made me realize what is this and at, made me ask questions. Right. To people. And were you around other adults who supported this or did you tell anyone about this? Um, not, it's not that they were not supported. I think that they were not aware. Um, okay. I don't recall telling my parents about it, to be honest. I remember, I remember asking an aunt and she did tell me, uh, she really opened that aspect to me and that's really how it started. Um, and other people, when I started school, I had a teacher as well. I would say, Oh, that's a nice light. She's like, you see lights and then start talking about energy. So it's really the adults around me, not necessarily in my family, immediate family, like my parents, but an aunt and some people around that would guide me because I was very okay. curious. Right. But then you kind of, when you start talking to your friends about it and then you <clears throat> ask them, do you see this? That's when you realize you're different and you don't right. feel different in a good way. You know what okay. I mean? So you kind of push it down, unfortunately. Okay. So you have the, this awareness of energy, you have some support with it, but, um, maybe not a lot of direction of where you could go with it as a young adult. No. So you go the path of, of library the, of, of, of expectation. Well, life expectations, right? You mentioned going into corporate then. Yes. So you, you, you go to school, you get your degrees, you get a corporate job. Exactly. So what's happening for you in, in your corporate experience? What are you noticing? I completely became someone else. I became, oh yeah. Um, I kind of wanted to follow the trend. Um, I think like most, maybe not as much now because there's a lot of the people are more aware of themselves. And I think things are starting to change in that way, but you're trying to fit in you like the people I was surrounded by were like corporate people. So we work nine to five, then we go eat, then we have fun, we go for a drink, and then we talk about certain things, especially not about energy and spirituality and self-development right. stuff. Right. Um, so it, it, but it, it was always um, numb. It felt numbing. Numb. Wow. And then you realize that you, at that point, you don't realize it's later on. You realize that you're wearing masks and you mm-hmm. have layers on you that you accumulated with years that you're not being authentic with yourself. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the blessing in all of this, it's when things break and shake. And usually it's through hardships. And that's right. what I learned. Um, many hardships fairly early on kind of shook me to the core and had, it was the best way to wake me up basically. That so if you don't mind me asking, yeah. 
Yeah. What was maybe one of those hardships that got your attention? Uh, my divorce. I got okay. married very early on and it really was not what I was expecting. And it was kind of not the best situation, mm-hmm. not the best, um, the best um, living environment. Didn't expect okay. that. So to see the, the um, in French, we say l'envers de la médaille, look like the other side that was hidden. And then you see someone's true colors. So for mm-hmm. me, I was like, um, mind blown by a lot of things that happened when I got married that I wasn't expecting. And yeah, so that was very hard for me. Yeah. Well, what did you start to see about yourself then through this challenge of your divorce? That I always had the signs. Mm. I always had signs telling me that I should not go and marry that person. That I okay. should not follow that path because it's not me. Um, that it's really not making you happy. So mm-hmm. I constantly would get signs. And I know sometimes it's hard, but you could ask a question and then you hear a song. And that song right. literally triggers something. And you're like, was that for me? Can't be. <laughs> but right. it is, you know? Right. But now exactly. I know. But in my early 20s, I did not know. Sure. So... That's the thing that I realized after is that along the way, I was, I was never alone. I was always, there was always like a guidance with me. So even though you were um, putting on these masks, right, to fit into this corporate world, now on the personal side, you're going through this divorce that is waking you up a little bit to this, Mm -hmm. it sounds like. Um, And then even looking back at seeing that I've I've been getting communications about this issue all along mm-hmm. the way. Even when I wasn't listening, the, the signs were still there. And I can look back now and see them. Mm-hmm. So now how do you look forward from there, right? So now I see that I've, I've got these masks, um, that signs and support is always with me, whether I'm listening for it or, or catching mm-hmm. those signs or not. When, when you, is this when you start looking forward then to see who are, who do you really want to be? Yeah. Well, it was always like, I get signs and then it would be physical too. So I, I came upon a book I, a long time ago. I forgot the name about how your emotions, that the minute you have like something triggered in you, the minute it's physical, the minute you have pain, it's because your body, like your different bodies. So spiritual, emotional. Uh, mental bodies been trying to send you signs but like the last resorts the alarm in your in your car because our body is like a car is ringing and making you feeling pain when it's like okay now you need to really wake up right so when i woke up and i started to have when when i divorced i still had physical pain had a lot of heart pressure and i had pain in my legs and it was very like i could barely walk at one point so it's very, and then I went to see a therapist, mm-hmm. a holistic therapist, and she helped me tap into those things and saying, go look back in you. And what is mm-hmm. it that you always knew as a child that you wanted to do? What do you connect to? And I'm like, I connect with nature. I know mm-hmm. there's energy. I love to help people. I love to guide people in healing themselves. Not to tell them what to do, this, 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 but help them find 
you know? Right. Um, Their own inner guidance. Exactly. So that's what I do. And that at that point, that's when I'm like, okay, I think I need to tap into that and then follow the signs. So I started meditation and then I started to um, meet different group of people and be interested in um, 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 herbotherapy, aromatherapy, and all those natural tools that you could get to help you. Um, lithotherapy as well, you know, the power of crystals, the power of it, okay. uh, aromatherapy, essential oils, plants, okay. um, meditation, yoga, really trying to reconnect my soul mm-hmm. and my intuition to my body because it was clearly disconnect. Right. So then I followed the path and then I went to India. And that's where kind of everything blossomed at that point. So yeah. what brought you to India? Was it your corporate job or where's, let, oh, before we no. go to India, okay, kind of yeah, like just, where, where's the corporate in this storyline? Okay. So when my corporate was when I still was married. Okay. So I was married following um, the corporate life. Um, my mm-hmm. orphan then became husband, was in the corporate world as well. My entire family kind of following the path of what I should do. You date sure. the person for a few years, you get married, you buy a house. We all did that, right? Right. Um, way too expensive house for what we had at that point, but it doesn't matter. It looks good, right? Mm-hmm. I had the good, the nice Gucci bag. It looks good, right? So right. you kind of follow that. And then when all this shattered, uh, sold the house, got the divorce. It was a long divorce. It took like a year. And I was still in the corporate world at that point. But then I started my therapy. Mm -hmm. And one day I just, in meditation, I'm like, okay, I need a sign. I need to do something. And I knew I needed to help. So at that point, I did send my CVs to to go uh, work and help uh, in Africa. Because I always wanted to do and be, uh, how do you call that? humanitarian humanitarian sorry my french okay. comes out humanitarian mm-hmm. in english so i sent my cv and the day after i signed my divorce i got a call from this foundation telling me uh are you still interested we're looking for someone to teach uh in africa i'm like i'm your girl hmm. wow I love that was timing. not a long wiki or a long anything else but in a way yeah. that was my path of healing because you need to heal yourself in order to be able to help others heal themselves. Exactly. So that's what I did. So I get, got out. I gave my uh, resignation to the co- my corporate company. Yeah. Left. Yeah. Told my parents. They kind of were, sh- they were f- like freaking out. Like she got divorced. Right, and I bet. Like, What's up? <laughs> What's going on? Right. The girl that we knew that was like, you know, in this box mm-hmm. is exactly. completely different. So I could put myself in their shoes. That could, that is very overwhelming being a sure. parent now, I know. But they were very um, open and they really um, let me do that. They accompanied mm-hmm. me in that. So I was able to go and I went alone to Africa for a few months mm-hmm. and really helped to find myself and learn from those people over there. The, they transferred me their knowledge about certain remedies to heal your soul, to heal your body. Um mm-hmm how to give energy. It was not, I wasn't, I didn't get my Reiki certifications there, but they did show me so many things. Sometimes you don't need to have a certificate to learn from the elders, right? Most times you really don't. 
Right. Um, so I was able to learn that. And then I came back to Montreal. I, another God wink, I call them God. It doesn't come from me. I think it comes from Dr. Wayne Dyer, the late Dr. Wayne Dyer. He said that yeah. in one of his seminar. Um, okay. When you get like a sign from the universe, it's like a God wink. Yes. So I got this, this God wink. I met one of my teachers that I did my bachelor's with. Very uh, human person, very spiritual, but very uh, scientific as well. Because you could be spiritual, but be very rational and like science. Sure. Right? Mm-hmm. And um, he kind of, it, the fact of meeting him f- by fluke and he, we start talking and he tells me, why don't you do your MBA? So mm-hmm. in international development. Okay. Because I wanted to help. You see, right. I still right. wanted to help. So I'm like, yes, exactly. why not? The mission's the same. Mm-hmm. The mission is the same. I like studying. I like this, this teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, along the way, I learned, I learned the Reiki one while I was doing my MBA. And, um, I did, I, then I went to India after to do my research for my MBA. And then I okay. stayed there six months, almost didn't come back oh, wow. because the lifestyle, the um, connection, um, they, they taught me so many things. And that's when I, I completed all my Reiki learning and all my healing her learnings. I think mm-hmm. it's, um, there's different things that I don't have a certification for, but they, they transferred me and I feel so blessed for that. Yeah. That's amazing. So what did bring you back to Canada? Um, I got like, I had a ticket date, a date on my ticket. So I came back because okay. I needed to finish writing my thesis for my MBA. Okay. Um, I thought I was going to write my thesis, then submit it like a few months after and then find a job uh, in international development. And in the same way, I could still do my wiki, you know, for me, it could right. go hand in hand. It was a helping, it was another tool, you know, in right, my tool. Right, right. Mm-hmm. But I, I became a mom. Okay. And that was like one of the most beautiful gifts. And at the beginning, I'm like, okay, it's okay. It's just part of the journey and everything happens for a reason. So I'll go back on international development later on, which never came and I never pushed it, funny enough. Mm-hmm. Like, I honestly believe that, like I said, everything happens for a reason. And everything you learn and go through makes you the, the person that you're supposed to be. And right now, I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't change. And I love what I do. I do Reiki. I really try to help people empower themselves through my sessions as well. Um, I give them tools to help them um, empower their souls and find ways for them. Because it's so many times, like I, I, I see in so many ways, sometimes like you need to do this, 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 journaling, right. meditation, take this, do this, go for, for one hour, this. And, and I find it so strict. Yes. And not Me everybody too, too. functions the same way. We're all different. So my exactly. way is good for me, but it may be not good for you. So it's finding the balance and accompany people through Reiki, through my empowerment sessions, through oils, through tricks, essential, mm-hmm. like, you know, to help you mm-hmm. find you yeah. underneath it all. So, yeah. Exactly. That's amazing. And, and what a gift that you're, we are able to give to your clients. I, th- I think the gift of our yeah. true self is the best gift ever. Mm, it is. And to show them, sometimes I'm like, 
they're having a bad day and they're telling me I'm not as good as you. I'm like, I have bad days too. Exactly. Exactly. It's not because you're like, you know, the tools and you know what to do that you are not stuck in drama. Sometimes there's ways to get out of dramas. I, I teach that as well, but right. there's sometimes you do, you're, you, well, I'm still human. Exactly. And it's okay <laughs> not to be okay. Absolutely. It just takes maybe long, not as long. It just doesn't take as long to get back on my feet because I do have my tools that I, I really like sharing. That's really, I think that's my mission to share those tools. And then people make their own recipes with the tools that I could give them. Sure. But I mean, it's okay not to be okay every day. hundred percent. And honestly, I really, I needed to hear that. And it's last, <laughs> last week, I last Monday, I had one of those really bad days. Like I didn't want to get out of bed and this is so not like me, but Mm. I just didn't want to do anything. And I, and I was observing the experience as much as I was having the experience, if that makes sense. Yes. And the part of me that was observing it was kind of like sitting back and saying, um, yeah, this is going to happen. This is just Mm -hmm. part of the path. It's okay. It's okay to have a bad day. And the part of me that was having a bad day was fighting with that part saying, no, it's not. I got things I got to get done. Right. But just being aware of that. And then, as you say, by the next day, I thought it would be better. I wasn't. No, no. So, again, I was still telling myself, it's okay. You don't, it's okay to not be okay. This isn't going to last forever. No. Whatever is happening is happening. Exactly. (laughs) And I think that when, you tell me if I'm wrong, but for me, I'm even, I'm hard on myself because I, Karen, you know better. You know, you teach people that stuff. I'm hard on myself. I'm like, at the exactly. beginning, now I'm better. At the beginning, I'm like, you can't be like that. And then, that's right. Like, when you go in observer mode, which is very important to be, to, to do that, you're like, mm-hmm. uh, no, you're like everybody else. You need to be rocked sometimes. You that's need right. to pamper yourself. I think everybody actually need to relearn how to self love themselves. Definitely. Because we always expect, right? I'm giving, like, I don't even know if it's an expectation, but we're giving and we're kind of hoping we're going to be loved back. But how can we expect someone to love us if we don't give ourselves love Uh, Exactly, nurture? Well, in fact, people could be loving us and we're just not receiving it. There you go. Right. So we have to be in that state where I feel worthy enough to receive the love that is coming to me. Exactly. Um, and sometimes it's all really powerful. we're de- disconnected. Sometimes the energy in us is so like bundle up or like um, disconnected or is stuck in one place. Yes. And right. what as well, Reiki helps is to kind of start the flow again, move your right. flow around to help you be back in your own power. Yeah. And then people could, you know heal themselves as well by knowing how to move their own energy. So it's really all about transferring knowledge and Mm -hmm. transferring energy. Absolutely. Let's shift gears here a little bit to now you as the entrepreneur. Yeah. So now you've got these beautiful skills, the service that you want to be able to share with the world. How do you now make that translate that into a business? Did you know where to start? Well, maybe because I had a background in the corporate world. So I kind of knew certain things, but when you're doing it, it's not as easy 
And when it's your own, because you always work for someone else before. Right. 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 So the mindset switch switches in a way that you become the boss and the employee. Right. So um, sometimes I have to be like a little harsh with the employee. Like, okay, Mm -hmm. now you're slacking off too much. It's finding really the balance. I think when you're an entrepreneur, it's finding the balance. And I always thought I was not going to be able to balance um, life with my business, my daughter, uh, being a single mom and everything like, but it's, it's, it's good. It's all a question of organization. Like there's certain ways that you need to know, do I I learn very early on that the, the main actions, like the the main ones that you need to do, do them early in the morning because that's where you have more energy. So if I have to prepare, um, uh, I don't know, my accounting stuff, or if I have to do something, I know that I I need to be concentrated. So I do it in a specific time. So it's all about organization, I believe, and being able to um, follow your flow as well and respect you. And B, I, I, I can't do that alone. So I have a lot of friends and people that I could count on, that could help me, that could guide me. There's a community as well. Even though I'm okay. an entrepreneur, I'm alone in this. I'm not really alone because I okay. know other people that have their own business. So we share. Right now, it's kind of difficult to meet and share and have a coffee. Right. 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 But we do Zoom. So the connection with people helps a lot. And I think that's how we could grow as well as a company Definitely, by helping yeah. one another. Like I have sure. a friend that, you know, like she, she works more in psychology or another one that is a Cairo, another one that is, that does yoga. So we do mm-hmm. help each other by spreading the word as well. And, you know, being there, if exactly. somebody has something. So the sense of community when you're an entrepreneur, right. Um, I find it's even more important. Even oh, more. I do too. Because as you say, we are our own boss, we're our own employee, and that's it, right? Yes. It's us and the, and the rest of the world. Exactly. But when we can find that community where we can at least just have a space where uh, we can maybe unwind, right? Yeah, In front of someone else who knows yeah. what... Mm-hmm, that sacred space is so important. Yeah. 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 So... So it sounds like community is really one of the ways that you've, or one of the things you've leaned into in terms of finding that strength to go on day after day. And, you know, when you, some days are winning days and some days are struggling days. Definitely. It's not like, like you say to people, it's not like someone who goes and has a nine to five job. There's nothing wrong with that. It's a choice. Um, and I made that choice that I wanted to have freedom of my time and mm-hmm. freedom of my, and ex- expressing myself and create myself in the way that I wanted to create myself. Right. Yes, it is scary. Um, it is, um, takes balls. Like a lot of people that I know tells me, they're like, I wish I could right. do that. And I tell them you could, um, exactly. you do have to make sacrifices, but it's so rewarding at the end. Like yeah. to go to bed at night, I don't have the same, the same stress or the same, um, how to call it, same routine the next day. For me, right. it's liberating. For other people, it might be stressful or scary. Absolutely. But for me, yeah, 
that it's it, it was it was the perfect path honestly this pandemic Beautiful. made us even more secluded but i feel that with what i'm doing funny enough i don't feel secluded at all hmm. i feel amazing. like I can connect to people even more right and help them even more than before because a lot of them are more awakened now which yes. is a big thing big, it is big a big thing, thing. Yeah. yeah absolutely so many more people are are maybe getting those winks right yeah, exactly and, and seeing them and recognizing them and then saying what do i do with this mm-hmm. who can help yeah. me with this and so i'm glad we're having conversations like this because we all get stuck Right, we all oh, have yeah. things that we're holding on to, and and those things that we're holding on to are, are keeping us from becoming our true selves, and exactly. who we really who are, are you capable to be. of. And what I have, uh, I had a conversation with uh, a client the other day, saying a very fit person like goes to the gym almost every day, and and I asked that question, I'm like it's perfect. We need to take care of our temple, our body. It's it's right. mandatory in a way to stay healthy and to stay balanced but i'm like what do you do for your inner exercise you do muscle exercise for your body what do you do for your inner exercise and there was a blank Mm -hmm. oh well i do listen to music sometimes oh that's great and Mm -hmm. then it's just people don't know how when you don't know better you don't do better exactly so that's that's why i love having those talks to people i'm like you need to realize it's a question of balance. Go to the gym. Go to a restaurant. Eventually, we'll be able to go back. But right. have this social, have this drink of wine, have fun, party. But it's all a question of balance. Have time for your inner world, too. Because when exactly. this is out of, out of balance, well, it shows in your body. And that's when I have people saying, I have pain here and pain there. And I'm like, okay, let's go rebalance that. But right. maybe I should teach you how to prevent I do it through meditation, Reiki, oils, um, yeah. all kinds of tools that could help them. Prevention Actually, is that's important. A, yeah, that's a great idea. So, you know, we're, we were just talking about how so many people don't know what to do to take care of their, their inner selves, right? But even before that, there's a, there's a lot of people who don't even know that they need to think about an inner no. self. Like, all we know is that we have this body and we, we're not aware of anything else. So... Well, something else that you said earlier in this conversation, too, mm-hmm. is that the, mm, let's call them blockages, for mm-hmm. lack of a better word, like move through these other bodies. And when it finally gets to your physical body, that's it. Like that's the, uh, this is the your alarm. last warning. So, yeah, yep. this is your last warning, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So what do you tell your clients in terms of what are some of those warning signs that might pop up? And I know it's going to be different for everyone, but if you could kind of just give us some ideas about what we could be looking for so that we might notice some of these imbalances before it shows up physically. Yeah. Well, headaches. If you have headache every day or every week, it's not normal Mm -hmm. to have headaches all the time. Headaches a lot of time. My God, you must have so much stuff in your mind. But when you start having migraines after that, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, just, and I'm not just talking about hormonal uh, uh, sure. migraines, you know, talking about regular, and it gets stuck in your neck. So that's that's a that's a trigger. That's something that is triggered in you that you need to right. see and go in your body and 
I mean, talk to your body. I mean, you're not going to start talking, you know, like a, like a cartoon character, but you could go, okay, okay, what's going on? Why I have this right. pain there? And then mm-hmm. see what it says. And then if you don't know how, you don't have the tools, then you go find someone who could tell you before it becomes something else. Uh, right. Back pain. A lot of them have back pains. And Definitely. it's blocked. The chakras are oftentimes blocked. So by just knowing which chakra is blocked, there's mm-hmm. so many things now, even on the net. Sometimes there's false of information, course. but I mean, sure. most of the stuff now are so easily accessible that you can know, okay, just to identify, oh, this is the area like stomach, mm-hmm. the sacral chakra or constipation or cramps all the time. I can't go to the bathroom. Well, something needs to change. Yes, it's important right. the way you eat. It's important what you drink, but it's also important what you think, what you do, right. what you vibrate with who you, you, you hang around and right. it's just finding a way to balance every little thing. Right. Like the toxins you put in your body, how many times people are blocked just because their, their, their skin is blocked. Right. The cream you use, the thing you smell. Yeah. Right. So before it though, it even shows up physically, how might it show up for us? Um, Like what I'm thinking of is brain fog shortened memory. I mean, those are signals that I often watch for in myself. Yeah. Like when I'm forgetting, I tend to be forgetful, but when I'm even more forgetful than usual, mm-hmm. then I'm, I, that's one of my signs that I'm getting out of balance. When I'm foggy thinking, like yeah. I can't, I've got foggy and scattered. So I've got an idea mm-hmm. over here. I've got an idea over here and I've got projects going all over the place. That's a sign to me that I'm scattered. Yeah. Um, you're not focused. Are there any? Uh, I'm not, exactly. Are there other kinds of common um, of those kinds of symptoms again that someone who is not used to again understanding that they need to do internal exercises? What are those signals or symptoms that they might be getting, might be receiving that says, "Hey, it's time to go take some time for yourself." Yeah, the like you said, the, the 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 fog in the mind is one of them. The fact that you hurt yourself a lot, people that are okay. bruised constantly, it's because they're not grounded. Something is off, Got or it. someone is stuck always in a control drama, control drama, and okay. thinking negatively constantly. It's you're out of balance. Something is not balanced, so you need to find a way to rebalance everything before it escalates into to something else. So would that be looking like someone who just feels like everyone's out to get them? Like every story they tell is they've been a victim. They've been victimized in some way. Um, Whether, you know, and I don't mean that in a necessarily a major trauma sort of way, but just, you know, calling customer service and not getting the results that you want. And and mm-hmm. we all have those experiences, but when that experience becomes such a big deal, yeah, to me, that's a, that's a signal that we're out of balance. Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Okay. Definitely. It's so, uh, when everything is always negative, we could all have bad moments, but when it's constant, that it's the drama is always there. Like the pain is the physical pain, but just, Someone who always bumps into something or always hurts themselves. There's always something happening. A bump on the car. There's always something. Okay. There's something you're emanating. 
clearly okay that needs mm-hmm. to be be balanced because your energy is not properly used right so let's and if you calibrate that and then if it's not addressed at that level it will show up eventually in the physical symptoms like yes. the headaches and the back aches and joint most pains times and- it, it, yeah most times it always goes in the physical unfortunately okay. it's the last right. resort yeah yeah. So that's your last warning, people. <laughs> like, do something about it. Like, yeah, come on, right. you can do it. Well, and I know for me, that's exactly what happened. Like, I have mm-hmm. had psoriasis. I mean, I've known about it since I was in high school, but it, I wasn't really doing anything about it. I, mm-hmm. Either those physical symptoms or the underlying issues related to it until it got to a point where I couldn't ignore it anymore. Yeah. Um, and if I did, I was going to end up staying in my house forever, like Thank COVID you. forever. And that's not something I was willing to live with. Yeah. So I can relate to waiting for that final warning system before doing anything. Mm-hmm. But that's also why I like having these conversations, because I didn't know enough about how to take care of my inner body yeah. either, which is why and things it's, got it's as bad normal as they did. because I don't always... Like I used to bruise myself constantly and, but now I journal pretty much every day and I recommend people to journal pretty much every day. Pick the time of the day you want. Some people are sure. so strict. You need to do it this time or before bed. Just pick your time. Doesn't matter. Sure. But when you kind of reassessed and then you see how your physical body and your mental body and your emotional body is feeling you're in tune with you because we only start to listen to yourself. This, yes, we need to, who else is going to listen to us? Right. (laughs) Exactly. Like we need to listen to ourselves and love ourselves and us to take like this five, 10 minute and reassess. Okay. How was my day? Why wasn't, why wasn't it good? Why was it good? What did I do? Where do I have pain? What am I thinking? What do I want to create? What don't I want to create? Right. Very important questions. But we kind of forget right. because we're stuck in that 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 wheel that right. okay, tomorrow I have to bring my daughter to school, then I have to do this. And then even I sometimes honestly, when I have clients or I have like a session for essential oils, or I have I give a a, a teaching about uh, empowerment sessions, or I have busy stuff too. And sometimes I right. catch myself and I'm like, Did I have time to breathe today? Right. But I mean consciously right so that's when i'm like okay you know what i need to go for a 10 15 minute walk in nature mm-hmm. or sit and breathe the sun with my cup of tea and just love me and be in the moment it's all about being in the moment people right. but i know it's harder said than then yeah yes yeah. working those inner muscles eventually exactly yeah. it gets there that's beautiful Karen I I am so grateful for your willingness to share this time and and this information with us and and helping us see our inner selves as important as our physical bodies and how we can start to take care of that yeah well thank you I really love sharing those things and I I'm so grateful to people that shared it to me so if I could give it back right that's my way of helping Exactly. Well, before we close, tell um, listeners where they can find you and um, Mm -hmm. what you can do for them. Well, I could help you with uh, rebalancing your energy centers for sure, your body. I do empowering sessions to help you find the power within you to help you 
with your own tools that you need, because I cannot give you a cookie cutter kind of list of stuff you could do. So we're going to see that together and see what is best. Uh, talk to you about certain things that helps me and that are proven. So essential oils, um, you know, all the other things that I could do um, wellness uh, sessions and with you. So you could come in. Uh, I'm sure you're going to put it as well. Uh, LuminaOM.com. And um, okay. I'll be yes. more than It'll happy. be in the notes. Yeah. I'll be more than happy to uh, help talk to chat and see what could we do together. Yeah. Beautiful. And do you do distance sessions so that yes. listeners who may not be in Montreal? Especially right now with COVID, I mainly do all mm-hmm. distance sessions and Reiki works even better, actually, um, by, well, even better, as better, as much, um, not as much, as good as in person, because it's like okay. being connected Wi-Fi, right? Energy is right. not something that I need to touch someone to work. It's all done like as if your cell phone is connected to Wi-Fi. So I connected to this energy Wi-Fi and I do have amazing reviews and uh, people that are seeing amazing results too. And I get, Beautiful. I get a uh, uh, distant Reiki. That's my friend sends me and Beautiful. it's amazing. Yeah. So we could do it Good. by distance. Well, thank you again so much for sharing so much of yourself today. I really appreciate you. Thank you, Mary, and thank you, everyone. And I hope that I was able to inspire people, even just a little bit. (laughs) I'm sure you have. Thank you. Hi, this is Mary. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope that you are coming away feeling maybe a little inspired, maybe a little more informed, or maybe just rested. Most of all, I hope you're coming away feeling empowered. If you do, please leave me a five-star review on iTunes. But most importantly, please pass along this sense of empowerment to your friends and to your networks. Thank you so much for your support. I appreciate you.